what I didn't realize about love and love for the self is that I never understood what it meant. I never understood the self part and I never understood the love part because I didn't really know myself, my truest self, and I didn't really know what love was. Welcome to Tuning In. I'm your host, Catherine Peloso-Smith, and I'm here to talk all things intuitive wellness, natural nutrition, raising a vibe, and reconnecting to your truest self. I'm a practicing holistic nutritionist and spiritual life coach who has completely transformed from feeling ill and disconnected to now living the healthiest, most vibrant life I could have ever imagined. I truly believe that by tuning into your mind, body, and soul as your magical gateway, you too can achieve higher levels of wellness and start living your most nourished life. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to tuning in. I'm so happy that you're here today because I have a really, I don't want to say like vulnerable, but a really personal share for you guys today. And it is something that I have been working towards for several years now in many different facets, but that I have been working with other people on cultivating. And you may or may not know this, it's all around self-love. And I want to talk to you today why self-love is so huge for me and why I'm feeling so called to talk more about this and what it has to do with my journey, what it has to do with spirituality and being a spiritual coach, maybe, you know, what it has to do with wellness and how, for me, it's kind of like that centerpiece that's pulled everything together in my life. And I have taken six kind of key steps on getting to this stage in my life where I have developed or created or activated. I am at the space now where I feel more self-love. I feel what real self-love actually feels like. And it's actually really exciting. And I didn't notice that I felt this and that this shift changed in my life until this past year. So I want to share with you today the six steps on how to activate self-love within yourself. (laughs) And I want to share a little bit about my journey and how I have gone from feeling extremely, extremely low lack of self-worth, lack of self-love, lack of self-anything to feeling extremely confident, extremely in love with who I am. And not on like an egoic level, not on thinking I'm the best there ever was or that I'm perfect or anything like that, but in reaching this level of love for myself where I can be the best that I feel that I can be and share that self with others. So... I'm going to talk a little bit about all the things that kind of led to this journey for me and the six steps that you can take yourself 
to cultivating or activating or getting to that level of self-love. And I don't want it to seem like it's this mountain you have to climb to get to self-love. You can love yourself today. You can love yourself at any point in time. It doesn't have to be a journey to self-love. You can choose right now in this moment, I love myself. But for most of us, for a lot of us, there are a lot of blocks in the way to feeling that self-love. And what I didn't realize about love and love for the self is that I never understood what it meant. I never understood the self part and I never understood the love part because I didn't really know myself, my truest self, and I didn't really know what love was, right? I want to know what love is, right? It's like, what, what are those things? We can't feel love for ourselves if we don't know who we are and we don't know what love is. So that was a big part of getting to this point and really kind of understanding, oh, okay, I'm at this, this level of love for myself where I feel like I can express that and I feel comfortable and confident. So this could look different for every single person. And the steps that I'm going to share with you today are <laughs> very individual and you'll see what I mean in a minute. But before I get into those steps, I want to talk a little bit about where I was at. And if you resonate with this, wonderful. If you don't, wonderful. I just want to share so you understand where I'm coming from. So when I was growing up, you know, I, I've talked about this a little bit, but my father was a very successful man. He was very, you know, adamant that we go to university, that we're always getting good grades, that we be the best that we can possibly be, which is looking back amazing and is partially why I am who I am today. But also that personality in my life created these limiting beliefs for myself that I was never going to reach those levels of perfection or those levels of greatness that, you know, those expectations that were put on to me. And so what happened in my life was I always was like, like compensating by trying to overachieve. I always was trying to prove to somebody that I was good enough. And because of this, I really had um, low self-worth. I didn't think I was good enough. I didn't think that I was worthy in, in a lot of ways of success, of love, of all of the abundance and beautiful things that life has to offer. You know, being the oldest daughter in my family, I took on a weight of being the oldest daughter in the family, you know, like taking care of everybody and making sure everybody's good. And whether that was actually placed on me or whether it was something I placed on myself, who knows really at the end of the day, it's, that's not what that, that matters. It's, that is how I felt. And that is what I've carried on into my life. So this pattern sort of created this perfection and then rebelling and escaping and then perfection and then giving up and escaping. And this pattern just kind of showed up in so many areas of my life, in my relationships, even as a young girl, right? It was like, I was being little Miss Perfect and everything you want me to be. And then I was like, F you, I'm done. 
see you later. Can't, I can't hold up this facade anymore. This also showed up in my relationship with food, right? I had very <laughs> dysregulated eating patterns where I would eat perfectly, 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 and then I would give up and binge eat. And yeah, it was just constantly this, this pattern of trying to be the best and then not being able to be that quote unquote best. And in my early twenties, I found myself in several situations where I was dating guys that didn't treat me well. I was always like looking to the outside for this approval, looking for people to like me, looking, looking for love in quote unquote, all the wrong places. Right. And that pattern just continued on and on. And I ended up marrying my husband now who loves me very much. He was not one of those people who did not treat me well. I found that love. We had a beautiful wedding. We have two beautiful kids. And I feel that love from him. I really do. But, and this has nothing to do with him in any way, shape or form, but I always kind of felt like there was something missing because I was still looking for something to fill me up, for something to give me that like approval that I am good enough. And it didn't matter who said what or what said what or how many friends I had or how much money I had or, you know, that I married the love of my life. Like none of that even mattered. I was still feeling this like emptiness. And this had been going on for so long. And especially after having kids, this is kind of when everything came to fruition because my body changed, my lifestyle changed. Literally everything that I had known about myself had changed. I didn't know who I was anymore. And the hormones being all over the place, you know, I had some postpartum depression for sure, mood imbalances, all that kind of stuff. And I more than ever felt like I was depending on the outside to fill me up. I was looking anywhere for validation, like social media, my family, my friends, my husband, my kids, just needing so much love and approval from them. And then in 2020, after my second son was born, the pandemic happened and something really interesting shifted for me. And this is kind of my peak moment where I feel like I was going through this sort of awakening process. My first awakening. There's been others since, but I really took that period hard, really hard. There was so much going on and it was hard for everybody, right? We were all going through it, but something really beautiful came out of it for me because with everything that was thrown in our faces, it really made me learn to look to the inside, to tune in to myself, to discern what I believe to be truth, what feels right for me, you know, not looking to the outside to fill that up, that at the end of the day, I am here, I am a sovereign being, and it's important for me to figure out what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> and so I turned down the volume a little bit on the outside 
And this kind of forced me to tune into me. And what happened was it started to open up these doors to my mind, to my body, to my soul. And these steps were just taking me deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper down inside. And I started doing the work, (laughs) the quote unquote inner work. And from that space, so much came out of this. And one of those things was self-love. Are you ready to take your personal and spiritual practice to the next level? Are you looking to feel more aligned with your purpose and tune in to your intuition? Are you ready to uncover who you actually are on all levels of your being so that you can start manifesting and calling in a higher vibrational life? Yes, then you're not going to want to miss the next self-love activation experience. If you've been feeling lost, not sure what your next step should be, if you've been feeling overwhelmed with life and constantly triggered and feeling frustrated and just low vibe, this is your calling to join a group of like-minded women all on the path to transformational healing, aligning with your soul's true purpose, and raising the vibrational frequency for yourself and the entire world. For more details and how to register, you can click the link in the show notes. The program begins January 2024. I cannot wait to guide your soul on this transformational journey. And so what happened was, this is where the steps started. This is where I started saying, okay, where am I at right now? What is it that's not working for me? What are the thoughts that I'm thinking? What's going on in my mind? You know, what's going on in my physical body? What's going on in my emotions? Like, what do I feel? How do I, what, like, whatever, like express, how am I expressing myself right now? I just really started to, step one, gain awareness of where I'm at right now. So this was the first step. And this went on for a very long time. It was just like, okay, who, who am I right now? Like what is happening? What's going on with me? And what helped me the most in this step of gaining awareness was journaling. It was just journaling how I'm feeling today. What's coming up for me today? What are the thoughts that I'm thinking today? What are the interactions that I'm having today? What are my relationships like right now? What do I need? What do I, you know, whatever came up for me, it was just write it down and get aware. Just notice what's going on (laughs) because most of my time, especially postpartum, I was just living in this fog of like, I don't even know what's going on. So the first step was just to like gain that sense of awareness as best as I possibly could, right? We don't, we can't become aware of absolutely everything because there's a lot that's in our blind spots, right? We don't know what we don't know, but what do I know in this moment? What do I know, right? So that was the first step for me. The second step was acceptance. So through 
awareness, a lot came up for me. I noticed that I was feeling a bit depressed. I noticed that I was feeling very alone. I noticed that I was feeling very sad. I noticed that I was not happy with how my body was. I noticed that, you know, I had lost a lot of my friends. I noticed that like there were so many things that kind of came up for me. I was feeling not like my best self in comparison to what I felt in the past. I didn't know what my best self was, to be honest. And then so the second step was just that acceptance of, okay, great. This is where I'm at. I don't have to judge anything. I don't have to put meaning to any of it. I don't have to, you know, change anything necessarily right now. It's just accepting that this is where I am right now. And that was huge. And it took me a long time to get to that point, really long time. And then finally, from this space of having acceptance, it moved into the sense of forgiveness. And this just created some space. So once I was able to accept that this is how things were, it just created space for being okay (laughs) that that's how things happened, forgiving myself, forgiving other people, you know, and just holding that space as it's okay. It's okay. A lot of things have happened in my past and, you know, that sense of forgiveness was, was huge to be able to say, okay, and forgiving myself for making this decisions that I did in those moments. And then from this place of forgiveness, I developed a little bit of understanding. And now not everybody gets to the point where they have this understanding. Sometimes like if somebody does something to you, you'll never understand why they did that. You know, if something happens to you or you experience something, you might never get that like quote unquote closure. But for me, there were a lot of things that came up where I was like, okay, no, I, I get that. And for me personally, it wasn't an understanding of why it happened. The, just the understanding that it needed to happen for my soul's journey. It needed to happen for me to have an awakening, for me to realize, oh, something needs to change here. Or, oh, I actually am extremely worthy, you know, and that's the understanding of there's some, there's a bigger plan. There's a bigger picture play here. So some of us will experience that. It depends on the situation. It depends on the person, but understanding is step four. Step five was like leaps and bounds past step four. (laughs) And that was eventually coming to this place of gratitude. So actually having gratitude for all of these experiences that happened in my life, knowing that it has made me who I am today. Because I have experienced these moments in my life, I can choose to do things differently. 
I can choose to be a different parent. I can choose to be a different wife. I can choose to do things differently for myself and show up differently. And so that created a lot of gratitude and not just for those experiences, but also just cultivating more gratitude in other areas of my life for what I do have, you know, for my children, (laughs) instead of feeling resentful towards my husband or resentful towards these different experiences in my life, I can start to feel grateful for everything that I have in my life and all that I have been, that I have been given or had the opportunity to experience. So gratitude is a really big one. And then from the space of gratitude came discovery, more discovery. And this kind of took me down more stairs, more steps where I was like, okay, so if all of these things were, you know, part of my plan and made me who I am, who am I? And why am I here? And this was the really exciting piece because I got to start to play with that. I got to start to ask, what is my purpose? Why am I here? What am I meant to do? What brings me most joy? How can I help people? All of these different things. And it was just a beautiful time in my life where I became more spiritual. I created this deeper intuitive connection. And through all of this and understanding who I am, who I am not, the different aspects and versions of myself, you know, my wounded self that experienced all these different levels in my life, my ego self that was protecting me the whole entire time, you know, my higher self who like is showing me the way, my soul self who's just here for the ride, experiencing it all, all of these different aspects of myself because I have this awareness, this acceptance, this forgiveness, this understanding, this gratitude, and this sense of discovery, I have all of this in this container called love. This bucket is love. The bucket that holds all of these different aspects of self, all these different steps and stages and experiences, all of that, everything, that creates this is love. And that is exactly my experience. And so for me to have this sort of awakening, getting to this stage of like, oh, this is, everything's okay. It's fostered this sense of self-love. And through that, I've noticed my disordered eating, right? I thought that in the past that was something that I had stopped doing and I didn't have any issues with it, but to be 1000% honest, it crept in every once in a while. It crept into my thoughts. I would have those thoughts of like, oh, I probably shouldn't be eating that. Or, okay, like Monday, I'm I'm just going to really cut down on carbs a little bit more. Those thoughts would just keep coming in, even after I really did some healing work on my disordered eating. And I'll tell you now, 
that doesn't happen. I don't get those thoughts anymore. I don't feel that pressure and not just on my physical body. Like when we talk about self-love, a lot of us go straight to like body positivity, which can be an aspect of self-love for sure. Loving our physical body, but we're so much more than just a physical body, like so much more. So it's learning to, to love all of those different aspects of yourself and going through these different stages and steps. And, you know, maybe you don't do it in that exact sequence. Maybe, you know, you start with awareness and then you have forgiveness and then you're feeling grateful and then, you know, you, whatever. And that's totally fine. <clears throat> but the key thing to know is that it's not just about the physical body. It's not just about self-care. It's not just about mindfulness. It's not just about affirmations or thinking positive thoughts and all those kinds of things. Those are all pieces of the puzzle that can help you to reach these different levels of awareness and acceptance and forgiveness and understanding and gratitude and discovery. But they're not the core key rocks, like the big rocks that are going to move the dial. And this is why I work with my clients on this, because it's all about developing self-love for yourself so that you can carry this forward to the world. When we are able to love ourselves exactly as we are, all aspects of ourselves, no matter what, unconditionally, with everything that you come with, all the baggage, all the crap, all of the experiences, all of that exactly as you are, you hold space for everybody else to feel love for themselves. It is the most beautiful thing you can do for someone else to love yourself. Whew, and I'm getting emotional. So I just wanted to share that with you today because it, it really is something that has changed, changed my life. And I didn't realize at the time when I was doing this inner work that that's the journey to where I was headed. And I didn't realize this until this past year, until I received a download that was like, you are showing up for yourself and you've never loved yourself more than you do right now for who you are on all levels. And you need to show people how to do that. You need to show people how to love themselves because that is what's going to change the world. That is how we show up for everybody else when we show up for ourselves. And especially, I mean, if you're listening and you're not a mom, it's totally cool too. You can develop this, but I feel so strongly inside of me that as a mother, for me to cultivate this sense of self-love, it shows up so much more in my children as well. So even if you are whoever you interact with most on a daily basis, you are going to impact them immensely. Okay. So I hope that this was insightful for you. If you want to learn more about these different steps, if you're interested in traveling on a self-love journey, I really highly, highly recommend that you set up a discovery call with myself. We can chat about what it is you're looking for, where you are at right now, and I can help guide you on each one of these steps. 
I am holding the self-love activation experience starting January 14th. So for those of you who are like ready to dive in head first, this is what this experience is all about. It's getting you to this point of, okay, who am I? What is my purpose? This sense of discovery through all of these different steps. It's a really beautiful way to do this inner work in a container that is safe and supportive and you know, guided as well. So thank you so much for listening today. Please reach out if you have any questions. I would absolutely love to hear from you. I always do. I love when you guys reach out and you're like, wow, that episode was fire or I really resonate with that. It means so much to me. Like, I just love that. <laughs> so if it does, please share. If you have a friend in mind that you'd love to share this with, please do so and have a beautiful rest of your day. And honestly, don't forget to love yourself as always. And we will talk soon. Bye. Wait, 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 wait. Before you go, do you like journaling? Do you like raising your vibration? Perfect. Then I have the thing for you. This is my high vibe journaling workbook on exactly how to journal in a way that helps you to raise your vibration and help you to manifest everything you desire in your life. There are three very specific steps to this type of journaling that I guarantee you will start your day off or finish your day off perfectly in a way that you feel motivated, high vibrational, and ready to take on life. If you want a free copy of this high vibe journaling workbook on exactly how to do this type of journaling, you can click the show notes for a link right there to access your very free copy today. Do not miss out on this. I swear it will change your life. You're welcome.